Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested, the movie review podcast in theory. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. We do eventually get to the movie review. Usually. I mean, yeah. it's in there somewhere. It's like, you know how sometimes you'll have a blueberry muffin and like all of the blueberries are just centralized into mm-hmm. the single spot. They're not always distributed no. throughout the, the blueberry muffin. Sometimes I think it's actually just a stain. There's no actual blueberry or just, blueberry in there. I don't. I think that's a cereal. <laughs> I don't think that's an actual berry. And in as much as like gummy berries are I've, not. I've grown blueberries. <laughs> have you have you grown gummy berries? I need to tell you. Do you know where the word boo boo comes from? I'm gonna like ghost with a stutter. Other than that, okay. The bubonic plague, because you would get these lovely, what shall I Lesions say, pustules or, yeah. on your face, so therefore you had a boo-boo, <laughs> or a stuttering ghost. That's... Because on our road trip to Virginia, Jim and I listened to a, I don't know, an eight-hour audiobook on what? What? Plagues. The bubonic plague? <laughs> All plagues. May, let me guess, that was Jim's idea? Yes. Okay. But it was actually really funny. I mean- it was it was written by someone who had a great sense of what, humor. What was the girl's reaction when he was like, "All right, guys, are you ready for play?" <laughs> he was like, "This is like school. This is the worst book ever." And so <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> so they they turned their oh my their stuff goodness. up to eleven. I, I love I love, <laughs> I love Jim. <laughs> the name of the book is "Get Well Soon," and it's really most excellent. That, I mean, honestly, it's something that I think would probably interest me, if not like directly, maybe at least peripherally. Yeah. No. I didn't know that there was a real dancing plague in that people were. Or a rocking pneumonia and a boogie woogie flu. <laughs> Worse than that. They were dancing like till their feet bled. And Wait a minute. Isn't that what happened? Isn't that the cut scene from Wizard of Oz? It was a thing. The jitterbug was a thing? Yes. And the towns where it would happen. They would hire professional dancers, so the the sick people who could not stop dancing didn't look foolish. I, how I re- interesting is that? I really want to deep dive on this thing, but I do like, too. Yeah, I and just, the sleeping sickness, of course, right there. You know, sleeping I think, Beauty, Snow White. It's I a real think thing. I finally figured out my angle for the sequel to Footloose that I'm going to write. Really. And Awakenings, that's that's the sleeping sickness. The movie Awakenings, yeah. same With, thing. Uh, what is it, Robert De Niro and... Uh... Robert De Niro was not featured in this book, but... Right, but the, I'm, doctor... the, the film, the film yeah. adaptation of it. Fascinating Robert De Niro stuff. was not a doctor. That, I, that, I'm, that I'm aware of. That you're aware of. The doctor of thespianism. I, actually, he may have Thes- like... Thesposophy. A doctor of fine arts. He, he, he may have a DFA. I, I'd believe that. That's a real thing? Stephen oh. Colbert, like famously, like when he used to do like uh, like the medical thing on the Colbert Report, he uh, he would always say Doctor Stephen Colbert because he had an honorary doctorate oh, in fine that. arts. So he'd be like Doctor Stephen Colbert, but at the bottom of it, it would put uh, DFA, like because technically he is a doctor, but he's not like a doctor that can like operate on you or prescribe. Like oddly enough. The doctor who created the lobotomy was not the kind of doctor who could operate on you, and yet he did. Yeah, that's all kind of... Lobotomy is all kind of opening you up. Yeah. He made a little lobotomizer, and he took it on the road. Seriously. I had no idea. 
And people were going, this is not a good idea. And I think he did like 4,000 in two months. Most of them in Kentucky. Enough said. I'd really think that this is a fascinating somebody book. would have stopped him from doing no, it. No, they were They'd giving be like, him wait, money. Wait, 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 wait. So you're going to do what to my brain? You're going you're gonna to cut part of it out and open up my skull. And it's like what, the 1700s, well, 1800s? They, they changed it so it's more of an ice pick type of thing. Yeah, I don't. Still. I still don't think I would have been. Uh, no, you get a sharp object near me, and I'm gonna be like, "Can I let me let me see your your diploma?" Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And the thing, what is, is the Harvard? Is that good? Is that a good place? Do they do they teach good there? Huh? Yeah, men could have their wives lobotomized. It was legal because they said, "Well, she's a little depressed after having this baby. Let's make that stop." I think that's the noise of lobotomizing. Right? Can't, can't imagine why women at one point felt like there needed to be a women's rights movement. Yeah, I don't know. Movement. I don't um, know. He actually, a guy, ran, a man this time, ran away from him. Was was he, Sean Connery ever a spokesperson for... He held him down and lobotomized him after the guy said, no, I don't think so. No, just come here, come here, come here. Just try it. Here, free uh-huh. sample, free sample. Come and here. And he was never arrested. Really seems like... I know. Un, well, it's not an unintentional lobotomy. What it, the un, 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 unrequested? I it blew Man. my mind. Some of this stuff. Man, people. Ugh. Anyway, none of this is a movie yet, but I, I seriously, all of those could at least be an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> it was really a good, good book. I believe that. And I, believe uh, I could listen that. to it again. I may have, you know, I may have glossed over some of the plagues because uh, I want to learn more. Plaguey goodness. Anyway. <laughs> Which is the follow-up book. <laughs> so, Crazy Rich Asians in its fourth week has only dropped to number two. Yeah, it's doing... The Nun was number one. Which um, I've been told by a couple of my friends is awful. Really? Yeah, I have not I was, haven't I seen reading that. about it. Now, it's one of those things where I think critics are giving it like a 29%, but the audience is going, yay. And it's the biggest opening for the Conjuring franchise. But, yeah, the critics say, boo. Well, I mean, name me a horror franchise that isn't basically critic-proof. I mean, once you get real long in the tooth and you're up in, like, the 8th, ninth, 10th, or whatever, like, maybe. You know, they're going to do a Halloween version of the movie you saw, only they just add an exclamation point. Crazy! Rich Asians. Like, uh, what was it? the? The Friday the Thirteenth movies start off with like this this mother who is like avenging the death of her son by camp counselors, and by the tenth movie he's in space and he's an unstoppable zombie. Like, hmm, yeah, like wow. You just you wonder how do you get to murderers in space? I mean, base yes, that's that's what it became. <laughs> it sounds hilarious. Yet if you go back and watch the first one, you're just like, oh, really? I didn't. I don't. That's not where I see this going. Hmm. Well, people paid for it. So, Crazy Rich Asians, you saw it. The look on the clerk's face (laughs) when I let them know what I needed a ticket for. Did the clerk know you personally? No, no, no. And I, I didn't, I didn't try to quantify it for them or explain it. Be like, listen, I do, I do a podcast, <laughs> and this is a, I, I just, 
I kind of just shrugged and accepted what it was. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. <laughs> like, and the look that she gives me just spoke volumes like a, huh, you look more like a Mission Impossible to me. <laughs> Crazy Rich, do you know what that movie's about? <laughs> like, I would assume by the title, you understand that it's... Okay, here you go, sir. <laughs> like, uh, like maybe that she wanted to talk me out of it or just be like, I'm so confused. You're not part of any of the demographic. Did, did she say Jackie Chan isn't in this? No, but her face did. Okay. But her Were face. Were you the only one in the theater? Uh, no, there was actually still like a decent, I would say, I mean, just a, just a guesstimate. There's probably seven or eight people in there, which mm. for a Saturday morning on the what did we say, the fourth week mm -hmm. in release? Like, that's not bad. Like, fr Friday at 7 o'clock, that's bad. Right. But, like, it. I mean, when you're only having these, like, just minute, microscopic, like, fall-offs, obviously people are going to see this movie. Now, before you tell me what it's about, at any point did you laugh or have an inner, oh, that's amusing? I, I'm going to go ahead and, and bury the lead on this one. It's actually a good movie. Really? Like, I'm, I, I, the, again, like, if I would have seen this, uh, the, it's based on a book. No matter how much you would have told me this is an exceptional book, I don't think you could ever got me have, have gotten me to read a book called Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Even if you gave me a rundown of the story, I'd just be like, that is not going to appeal to me. Mm -hmm. Having it in, like, this bite-sized two-hour, I think it's like two hours and a minute, something like that. Um Trying to place myself out of the, I am a, you know, I, my, my age, like my gender, like the kind of movies I, I tried to just kind of sit back and go, okay, you need, you need to take this and accept it because it's essentially a romantic comedy, right. which is not a genre that I found myself drawn to mm -hmm. a majority of the time. I, I tried to take it on its own merits. I didn't want to get mad that like it's not directed by like, you know, this director doesn't star like one of my favorite act, like. I tried to look at it from the viewpoint of just like Joe moviegoer and mm -hmm. not go into it with any kind of, you know, preconceptions or to really just have it out for it. Right. And at the end of the day, it's a funny movie. Like the the comic timing mm -hmm. in the movie is is pretty solid. It has what is the equivalent of like an A-lister of like Asian act. Mm -hmm. Like if you will name a popular like Asian actor, the chances of them being in this movie are are exceptional. And yet, I heard as it was being taken from book to screen, the movie people were saying, "Okay, we're going to do all this. We're going to do this book. However, we want to change the lead girl to Caucasian, and everyone else can be Asian." And the other people Basically, said, "Do the um, do Braveheart yeah. or the Patriot? Like where you have to or." Any of those movies from the 80s and 90s, The Last Samurai, where you're just like, yeah, 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 we understand that this is your culture, but, but you you need a white person yeah. to come in there and show y'all how it's... A, you've been doing it for 300 years, nah. but here, here, here's Tom Cruise. That's He's right. the Last Samurai. That's right. So, uh, uh, clearly, they said, um, no, we're not going to make this unless it's actually this is the, the Asians. This is the way the book like is. Now, she is um, like... She's a hyphenate. She's an American, like coming to what I, I believe it was Singapore. Mm -hmm. Like so, that, so that, the story is, um, oh, what is the show she's in? I can't remember. I've seen it. it uh, just off the boat, 
She stars in Just Off the Boat. The the guy who plays her husband is a stand-up comedian. You see him in tons of stuff. I cannot remember that. But she stars in Just Off the Boat. Fresh Off the Boat. There you go. Fresh Off the Boat. You're going to get there eventually. I didn't. I want to get in your way. Fresh off the boat, and um, she meets this guy. They start going out, and he wants her to meet his family. And it turns out he's uber rich. Now, the, yeah, that's the catch. Like everybody else in his life, like essentially, that his family had moved to Singapore and basically built everything there like they're not they're not just rich like they're stupid rich like rockefeller turn of the century everybody in this movie is rich but like there apparently there's varying degrees hmm. of rich like you get to one and like they joke that their house looks like uh donald trump's bathroom hmm. like um th- those are the only kind of rich people like i think they only drive like a ferrari Oh, okay. or something like you know, it's one of uh, or a Corvette. Yeah, they're slumming. Yeah, I mean, you just what do you just that forty thousand dollar like? So they're not crazy; they're crazy rich. I think I think they're they're crazy, comma rich, not crazy rich. Ah, uh, th- or maybe that's a, are they uh, critch? Maybe I don't. That's not a word. Well, I don't think it has a definition. Whatever. But if you can, if we can discover the definition of that, possibly, okay. quite quite possibly, um. You also have, um, and pr- forgive me if I if I mispronounce. Because I know the difference. Any of these people's names, um, like you have, uh, let's see. So far, you're Ken, doing great. Ken uh, Jong, he was in the Hangover movies. Uh-huh. Like he, was, I think it was he had a show called Doctor Ken. He he's a reasonably well known uh, actor. He plays a bit part in this. Like his family, just comic gold. Like apparently that's the uh, the main character. Like the two of them went to school together. Mm-hmm. Like they make a joke about um, you you're you went to there and you ended up being um, a professor and you teach this. Uh, you've written these papers. My daughter comes back and I get Asian Ellen. Like <laughs> she's blonde. Like the the joke. I mean the jokes are legitimately mm-hmm. like funny. Like they're well constructed. Like I were the black scent jokes on point. The what? Apparently she has a friend because there's a whole big deal how the the Asians in this movie were now appropriating an, an accent specific to black America. And they're calling they I don't know who they are. They're calling it okay, a so I'll need to know black scent. So whoever her sassy girlfriend is the no, you didn't. She has a sassy girlfriend. I've seen it in the trailer. I, I, be, I believe you. Though. OK, clearly you I, don't I, didn't, I was not examining their. Their accents. I'm going to be honest. Like a, a lot of this, like culture, and even these actors are not. They're they're passingly familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Like I can't generally like name a lot of. Okay, the uh, the mother in the the movie also was in. Uh, she was the captain on Discovery. Obviously, not the one that was played by Michelle, yeah. Jason. Yes. yes. Now she is the like main villain for mm-hmm. for for lack of a a better like term for it. And she's exceptional in this movie. Like, oh, she's exceptional in, all the time. Pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, At, like I believe she was also in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Drag. Mm-hmm. Like, she has like an exceptional resume. She um, probably is crazy rich. I would, I would say, and this, it looks like she might be Asian. As I th- well. I, yeah, I don't think that's makeup. Okay, like I, I don't think they CGI'd that <laughs> like onto her. They're just like, well, you're from Southern Georgia, but uh, hold on. So the glorious thing about this is, unless the character is supposed to be, 
all of the Asians are actually played by Asian actors, not, I know some people won't believe it now, but there were times when white actors were cast as Asians and they just taped up their eyebrows, and at, I'm not making it up. At no point does the Duke show up in this movie <laughs> as as an Asian. Like, okay. Genghis Khan doesn't show up, like, in this movie, but um, also he does not show up. Like, or uh, what was it? Was it Mickey Mickey Rooney, like, shows up in... Oh, yes. The, yeah, just... And uh, when I saw Catherine Hepburn playing a Chinese woman and it wasn't a joke, it's was like, Really? Like that, I mean, I guess some of that stuff you can. Natalie Wood gets in, to in be time the, in times past. You could get away with doing that, maybe even in, in a, a a comic sense. But I would say in the the PC world that we live in now, it's probably not going to be okay. No, but like not. this this but good. Was, I think that's great. I mean, especially like when you're talking about a movie called Crazy Rich Asians. Like, to not cast it with Asian people, like, really seems like, I, I don't even know how you arrive at that conclusion. They thought about it. Anyway, so it's left over, open for a sequel, Crazy Rich Asian Parents, they, Family, what? They wrap up pretty much all the conflict in this mm-hmm. movie, and they do it in a way that I did not find... Um coying or irritating or, or even pandering. cliche like yeah none none of it the the ending to the movie which again i will not i will not ruin here i actually found pretty dramatically satisfying mm-hmm. okay. I, I i i was i i didn't go into this assuming i was just going to hate it but i didn't think that i was going to enjoy it okay Good. um and and like i said if you're if you like romantic comedies which like i said this that's probably the the closest um, parlance I can get that to, you should actually enjoy this movie. There's a good reason why it it has been as successful as it has the past several weeks. It um what was the movie? Uh Nia Vardalos was in it my my big fat big Greek fat wedding. Greek wedding yeah. The way that that movie kind of took off and just kept going mm-hmm. remi- it reminds me a lot of that because normally like I, I Hollywood logic or Hollywood math says that you have to have like a white Caucasian male. Mm-hmm. You have to have a certain person in the lead and then you can fill the other roles with possibly like a minority or this or that. But like if you don't have this person in your lead, people aren't going to go see it. It's not going to be successful. It's going to be a little niche film. Maybe maybe it becomes a uh a cult classic mm-hmm. on video or something, but you're not you're not going to make just buckets of money. That, that that film in particular proved that you didn't have to do that. And this film right here, I can't think of any prominent actor that is playing just a just a, a white Caucasian male, female, mm-hmm. like any of that. It's pretty much wall to wall like Asian people. Now, and like by any, the way, if you haven't seen my big fat Greek wedding, it's a fun movie. Yeah, I think just, it, it's it, it made like two three hundred million dollars back. What was it? Oh, maybe a one oh two something like that. Um, ended up having a, I think, a sitcom a that sitcom. was spun off, like into it. Ne- neither of those were nearly as successful as the original. Um, but it kind of reminded me of my big fat Greek wedding. If uh, you combined it with the show, was it Crazy Sexy Money? Mm-hmm. Back, uh, Peter Krause did it. I want to say in like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Like, if you'll combine those concepts, 
you kind of get a, a an idea of what this this movie like kind of is. Now, just from from looking at it, duh, it's a movie. Were you blown away by the opulence? Was it really visually like I've never seen that much money type of surroundings? They do a very good job of making sure that you understand like the one percent. And uh, as a person who is not rich, uh, Jane, crazy. Um, or well, well, I, you can make that argument uh, if you want you to. Are you Asian though? I don't. I do not know. I'm at one maybe nineteenth maybe. Okay. I, I don't know. Maybe could yeah, be possibly. Mm-hmm. Not predominantly. Okay. Like, there's even, you can see the tiers of rich in this. Like I was describing, like, you had the one that had this really kind of tacky rich. Mm -hmm. And, like, you only had this much. And, like, you could only afford this type of clothing or watch. Then you have the other ones that, like, you go to the top story of the penthouse and, like, they've essentially, they've got a pool up there. They've got built, they've got a house built on top of, like, this high rise. Like, when they when they show you the rich rich like ridiculous rich people mm-hmm. like there is a distinct like um they have a bachelor party in it and one of the characters um he's on uh Silicon Valley he plays a uh, Jim Yang I cannot I cannot think of the name the actor's name mm-hmm. that plays him he is in it and he has got some some delicious comedy moments in it but he is the one that plans the bachelor party they get on a helicopter mm-hmm. to go out to a barge that he has I'm on rent- a barge, and he has just he has put like uh, women on it that it looks like to be alcohol. At one point they're shooting, um, looks like missile launchers, like off mm-hmm. of it. I mean, it's just like the opulence, the decadence of what these people are capable of doing, as long as they grease the proper palm, like is definitely there. Like one of them, like they're just like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to this island. Um, okay. Like either they've rented it or bought it or any of these, but like they just there's an island, they can they can do that. Like there is no limit to what they are allowed to do just because they want to establish within the confines of this movie this is how rich they are. I think I know someone who is is not maybe that rich, but is in the oh I have a Ferrari rich because she's married to a surgeon and. She shops at Louis Vuitton so often, they they close the store and only let, let her come in. Yeah, that's when you're with when her you're buds. That that rich, yeah, like that. Yeah, that's that's extra. And extra. she was she went to the Beyonce and Jay Z concert, and she was, you know, in their special family part. Of. <laughs> They've almost got their own wing. It's like mm-hmm. it's like the the equivalent of having like the library named after your father at right. a college or something. Right. I mean, she had the seats that uh, no one no one else had except maybe twenty people. They went oh, and then she's thanking the Gucci store, <laughs> and it's like it's got to be nice. I'm really happy. So for I'm you. thinking that she's uh, she's right up there with with that. Um, now the. The one caveat, because I I can't get out of movie usually without finding something that I did not like about it. And it's not this film that I'm talking about. The director, uh, John Chu, um, has all of this talent. Like, I mean, it's the it would be the equivalent of having like Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, Christopher. Wall- like they're just wall to wall with like these just delightfully talented actors. 
I knew his name, but I couldn't remember off the top of my head what he had done. So I looked up his filmography. Step Up 2, The Streets. Step Up, 3D. Justin Bieber, Never Say Never. <laughs> G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. Retaliation. Not, e- not even the first terrible G.I. Joe. It's It's sequel. Step Up. All apparently he directed all of the step ups, but the first one. And I'm I'm sure there's a passionate fan base for movies based on I guess dance duels. Is that what those are about? I maybe maybe. Um, Jim and the Holograms. Um, oh, I heard that was like the worst movie ever. It, just a just like uh, now you see me two. I'm just like <laughs> so he directed he is this. The, he is the yes, that's the guy that directed this movie. Like wow, going back through the rest of these, I'm gonna go ahead and say Who like did he maybe know? maybe some of these like GI Joe Retaliation. I think got near a hundred million. Jim and the Holograms. Like I think it made an Egg McMuffin and seven dollars. Um, I don't. <laughs> no, it's not Jim. And the holograms, it's oh, oh, Jim. No, 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 no. You just found the sequel. Yes. yes. <laughs> Jim and the holograms. Jim and the holograms. I'd watch that. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Opening weekend. I will come dressed as one of the characters. Yeah, I had to watch those. I was forced to watch those because she's somebody and then she's Jim. And they're, it's kind of, uh, it's, it's very, very Hannah Montana. Very 80s. I think. Now, I my sister watched the cartoon back in the day. It was right. the, the same company that did, I want to say, like, G.I. Joe and I don't think they did Thundercats. But it, a lot of the animated programs that I watched, um, I, they they were connected to doing that. Did not see that one. Did sh- did see the show that it was based on. Probably more than I should have. But we only had one TV, and that's what my sister wanted to watch. Well, you got to share. I wasn't able to watch Thundercats nonstop, so occasionally she got to watch what she wanted to. So it goes. So, if it comes down to it, Crazy Rich Asians is your choice. You go see it. If you, if you want a, a solid uh, romantic comedy... This is a this is a good pick. It's well plotted. Um, the performances in it are solid. Like it's entertaining. I like. I was I was genuinely surprised that I liked this movie as much as I did. Excellent. Like almost in as much as I did not like Happy Time Murders. Mm-hmm. I, I and you I wanted enjoyed, to like that man. I like. I just I love the Muppets. Love Melissa McCarthy. Like. Love Joel, like I, I love almost everything about that film except the film itself. Mm-hmm. And whereas in this movie, like I went into it with a much, I guess different. Like I, I, I tried to make sure I did not go into it trying to dislike it, mm-hmm. and I, I think that probably helped to a certain degree. Right. But when I kind of took that step back from it, like I, I enjoyed them. If like let's say you're you're out and your girlfriend wants to see this. Mm-hmm. There are some terrible, terrible movies I have been made to sit through because of a date or like the third wheel that I want. Like or any anything, of, anything with the name Nicholas Sparks needs to be avoided. Yes, true story. True story. <sighs> this film is not one of those. Like. It may not go down as one of your top tip. Like Jurassic Park or Gladiator is not getting supplanted mm-hmm. in your 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 top ten, but 
as far as times that you can spend in two hours and be entertained or not be entertained, this movie, with what it sets out to do, accomplishes it. Oh, and if you like, I, is I, it PG thirteen? I guess I believe so. Yeah, I didn't think it was R. Okay, they don't. Nobody stops me anymore. Like from, apparently, <laughs> I can't pass for seventeen anymore. So nobody, nobody cards me. A lot of times, I have no idea what anything is rated because, <laughs> because you know, like doesn't four, register. Almost four decades in, like I'm just like, well, okay. yeah. but if nobody's stopping me from seeing anything, like at this point, they're not just like, well, Adam, you're you're in your late thirties. That's not appropriate. Like, it, it, yeah, but why I have Ozark two on and I'm just listening to it because I'm doing my hair and stuff. Apparently, Jenna senses that a stripper is on the TV. That's a weird mutant power. And shows up to I mean, say, uh, Mom, could, why are you watching this? She could be a really low level. Like, yeah. If they did like an X-Men with uh-huh. really uh, unimpressive powers. Like, like you had a guy that's like, oh, I, well, I can see far. And they're like, oh, you've got telescopic vision? And he's like, no, no, I'm just, I've got reasonably solid vision and I can read that all the way over there. She can sense when anyone in the house has just walked into the bathroom. Or like if uh, you had one that like could float. Not like anywhere they wanted to, but only float like two feet in the air. And they'll be like, oh, you can fly. Mm, well, no, right. I mean, it's just, it's basically, it's basically like always having a step stool. And they're like, huh. you're probably not going to go on like the Magneto or Apocalypse missions. But um, when the X-Men go into schools to teach mm-hmm. kids that it's okay great. to be a mutant, you guys are in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be the public relations wing of the X-Men? <laughs> like we've got X-Men blue and X-Men gold. You can be like X-Men Rainbow, X-Men Rainbow. You want to do that? Yeah, and they're just sure. like, "Well, I, but I want do I not get to work with Wolverine?" They're like, "Oh, no. No, no he's that got top he has top actual tier powers. Right there, like All actual, right. yeah, yeah." So, Crazy Rich Asians go and see and next, are you going to try to suffer through the nun? Um, it will either be peppermint or the nun. I think, I think, I want you. To, oh, well, you know what? Searching ha- is hanging around too. If you want to keep the Asian theme, we could. But that's supposed. That's I've heard that is good. It's not going to be like explosively a huge. Is that success. the one where the like his, that's where his kid goes missing? And yeah, the, on Facebook or something, and mm-hmm. he. It's supposed to be a really good movie. Okay. I don't know. Um, the peppermint is Jennifer Garner and her what her well, child is killed and, and she kicks ass. It's written by the uh, guy that did all the Taken movies. Oh, so like I, I basically the way I'm envisioning it in my head is it's mistaken. Like, which I'm sure at some point somebody wanted to name this, like, make it his, like, second cousin's daughter or something and just be like, they messed with the wrong woman. They were mistaken for doing that. And in my mind, it's kind of a sequel thematically to Salt and Peppermint. Well, I'm just like, I mean... Do, do 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 the previews not even make you think? Like, yeah. it looks like she's got a unique set of skills. She does. Like, it. I, I'm wondering if it's just, it's a step into the, is there a Taken shared universe now? Like, what? Well, mm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that looks uh, entertaining. Now, if I can get, if I can get Kristen to go with me, I'll go see The Conjuring. But, like, I don't, I don't like it's horror movies. It's called The Nun. Yeah, but it's the part. It's the Conjuring dash the Nun, isn't it? The Nun. Conjuring the Nun. It is. No, I'm saying Conjuring semicolon. The oh, nun. I thought it was called it's, the Nun. 
Maybe it is. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The Nun yeah. is in it, but I thought like it had the sub. The way it like wasn't Annabelle's name like The Conjuring. Oh, I have Annabelle? no idea. I don't watch those or movies. Annabelle The Conjuring. I don't. I don't have anything to do with them. The the only ha- I don't I I really don't know. Yeah, I have no interest in those. Or whatsoever. maybe it's just because the previews keep saying things like from from the people from <laughs> the producers of The Conjuring, The Conjuring Two, and, and the Human Caterpillar. Here you. <laughs> if you like those movies or at least two of them, here's <laughs> something like you can waste your time with this weekend. Yeah, what I plan on doing for the family. Because I like to teach, you know, as I show them film. First, we're going to watch the original film, Frankenstein, directed by James Whale. You see where I'm going with this? Young Frankenstein? Then we're going to watch Young Frankenstein. The cool thing about Young Frankenstein... Is it's awesome? Well, I mean, besides that that singular fact right there, a lot of the stuff that they are doing with... That movie, like they're using sets. Yeah, and, bits, and it, like, it wasn't uh, the same cinematographer or lighting. That's guy. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you're, it's not, it's not a sequel, but it's its own like quasi prequel to. It's an homage, sort of. And then, triple play, gods and monsters. After that, I think I think that's an oddly connected, but uh-huh. acceptably connected. Yeah, yeah, totally. Is that rated R? I don't know. I don't remember, but. Probably, if I'm remembering, we're definitely doing Frankenstein, Young Frankenstein. Boom. Honestly, if you don't get to watch anything else but Young Frankenstein, you won. See, I'm, I've that. been waiting because they haven't seen only just bits and pieces of Mel Brooks. I think, I think they will accept the. I don't know. I didn't see Frankenstein before. I, I saw know, Young Frankenstein. but I want them to get all the layers. If I, that will, if you're going to enjoy the entire souffle. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best way to do it. Yeah. And then maybe Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein or I don't know. Just, Just let a thought. Take them all the way through every Universal monster movie except maybe. Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Maybe. Oh, a movie that I didn't know they were spinning it this way. Uh, Lizzie. I saw the trailer for Lizzie. Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her... Mother 40 Wax, when she saw what she had not. done, she gave her father 41. You need to keep in mind the kind of movies that I see in the previews okay. that they show me before those movies. Okay, well, apparently, Kristen Stewart is the Irish maid in Lizzie Borden's house, and now they're a couple. You lost me. <laughs> Kristen Stewart. I understand like, that. I just. With I, an accent, with a brogue. Basically, like, you just <laughs> shut down the road. I was just like, oh, okay, and then... Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're going to have to see that. By the way, for those who don't know, who might be, I don't know, born in the aughts, Lizzie Borden was a real person. She was accused and tried for cutting up her father and stepmother. She was acquitted... But everybody said she did it, and she just lived the rest of her life. That really sounds the like town. the story Buzz gives for like <laughs> the man that in the first Home Alone when they were just like, everybody says he did it. <laughs> why did Why didn't they get him? Not uh, enough evidence to convict. Nope. Never found the bodies. So the spin on this one is that the father is a predator, and so the girls. So they're making almost kind of an antihero. Yes, so Lizzie Borden is protecting herself or the maid or I don't know. I I don't know. I just went, huh? Huh." You know, at the point that we have a 
multi-million dollar version of the board game Battleship, I shouldn't be surprised by anything. No. No, you shouldn't. I mean, like, as as much as that film does not sound like it appeals to me, like, somebody out there really had to be like, guys, Battleship. Battleship. <laughs> battleship. As in, you sunk my. Well, I mean, they're t- uh, apparently Michael Bay and Ryan Reynolds are working on... Oh, I'd watch that. A, a I don't know what it is, movie. but I'd watch it. That's reportedly that is what the two of them are working. Okay, and I'd like, watch it if Ryan Reynolds is being uh, basically funny Ryan Reynolds slash Deadpool. If he's not I, being that, I don't care. I can't imagine, like especially with the popularity of the two Deadpool movies, that that's not the angle that they're taking it. I really find it hard to believe that Michael Bay and Ryan Reynolds want to do like just an authentic, straightforward take on. Do you know anything about the Thundercats? Oh yes, I do. Okay, I'm making sure. Like I do because when you say it out loud, you can't help but sound stupid. Like True. I was transfixed when I was seven, and like it didn't matter. I'm just like, well, yeah, but I mean, they came from the planet Thunder, and then he Thundranium makes them weak, uh, and cats they go to planes. Third Earth, and Mum Ra, who is a okay, mummy that. that transforms into like a Hulk mummy and fights him, and he can fly, and he lives in a pyramid. There's electricity, and he's got mutants that go and fight the Thundercats, and there's Robears, hey, which are bears the girl, the that are robots. Didn't, the girls didn't watch that version. They were like two no, brown you're ta- cats. Right, you're talking about the 2011, like... Yeah, that's 20- the one I've seen. No, I'm talking about the 1987 Thundercats, are, like... So the 2011 isn't related to the others? In the same way that, like, the girls like Voltron. The oh, okay. Voltron now. Voltron is also based on a series that aired Ooh, in the yeah. 80s. I watched 80s Thundercats. Okay. Um, l- fun fact, I have every episode on DVD. Really? Yes. Watched the Thundercats movie when it came on... Fu- like, I was... I was baptized into some Thundercats. Mm-hmm. So, like, honestly, like, I would accept a straightforward take on it because I totally believe that stuff when I was seven. I don't Why know not? if I'll react to it the same way 30 years later, but, like, I was, t- like, I I had books about it. I had the toys. I had the Thunder Tank. Like, I was in on Thundercats. So, I mean, there's obviously money to be made, and mm-hmm. the girls enjoyed the 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 very semi-recent, like, revamp of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I don't know. Jenna just told me how mad she is at me now, because apparently in kindergarten, when she had to ask about the time, which she did, like, every 10 seconds... I made some comment about what natural good timing I had, and it's something to do with Santa Claus. I don't even know what I said, but apparently she told all her friends, and she just recently realized that I don't have a Santa clock inside of me, and she's pissed. I mean, in the world of things to be <laughs> angry about, I don't guess that's any less valid than anything else. So I told her. I told her, I says. I says, Jenna, I says. I says to her. Get over it. I says, I really had to stretch my creativity to give you an answer to shut you up. And I mean, you, I don't, I don't want to say that needs to be your immediate like response, but after after the seventy fifth or seventy sixth, yes, identical like, and I don't mean like there's a variation on the question. I no, mean it's identical. the same wording, the same inflection, and a lot of times it's. Like just machine gun, mm-hmm. just there's only so much a parent mm-hmm. can t- like 
I really have gotten to the point that I just gave them, I just give the kids nonsense answers. Yeah, I do too. Like it, it's just more fun that way. Because I think they they take the same amount out of my nonsense answers as I do my my authentic, like legitimate answers to the queries. Well, what they want is an answer. When I first started in radio, people would call with questions and I tried to answer their questions like, you know, I really don't know what time that starts on Monday. Well, what time does it start? I just told you I didn't know. They wanted to know. So I said, you'll be good if you're there by six. So it starts Sometimes at six. Sometimes people want an answer. So and I they give want, them an answer. They want you to sound like you know what you're talking about. And I can do both of those things. Mm-hmm. Do I always have the information? No. no. <laughs> but I sound like I do. But I, I can certainly fake it. Yep. It's a good time. The talent. And now that we're done talking about Santa, Crazy Rich Asians is a fun movie. You, I mean, honestly, there's, <laughs> there's a good reason this movie's making money. There's, yeah. a, there's a good reason, like, it's only had a small fall off. I mean, it doesn't have an ex- – it, it's also got a good time to be released. Like, it doesn't have a ton of, like, competition. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, like, it's actually a good movie. And at the end of it, you thought, I'm so glad I'm not watching Mamma Mia 2. That, well, that's a thought that, like, actually lulls me to sleep <laughs> pretty much every night. I'm not, I'm not watching Mamma Mia 2. <sighs> okay. <laughs> well, I cannot wait to see what we talk about next week. Until then, enjoy the movies. This has been Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.